Hi, and welcome to the Louise Fitzgerald podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit funny, and I want to help you be more of who you are. I know this is something that we all struggle with to step into our own shoes and be comfortable in our own skin. And um, yeah, so I've got some funny examples about how I realized that doing that kind of worked out for my um, greater good. I've touched on this before and, um, you know, it won't be the last time that I talk about it, I'm sure. But, you know, I love to give practical examples because it can really help you think about your own life and, and how it might be playing out. So the funny example for me was um, about this idea of being myself when dating and I and I've talked about this before and I know I harp on and on about dating and this isn't a dating podcast and this isn't just for people that are single but I think it gives some real world um examples about like navigating who you are in the world um so it's a pretty good uh in some ways it can make me feel grateful for for all of the years um and the difficulty that I experienced being single because it's all kind of helping you now. (laughs) So it wasn't for nothing. Um, But anyway, so the example is kind of funny and you might not think it seems like a big deal, but like when you're, when you're dating and you're single and particularly if you're on apps, it's like imagine social media, but with your dating life, right? Like, so it's all about um, people just get a glance of you. What do you look like? What do you have written on your profile? Like, people are making up their mind about you just from looking at you know these pictures and what's written you know straight away but even without apps right so like remove them from the picture when you meet someone even for the first time at work you can make up your mind about who they are and um I don't know if you know who Malcolm Gladwell is, but I think he pretty much debunked that theory that we, the the ideas that we make up about people when we meet them, I forget how long it is that people say, is it six seconds? Is it 30 seconds? But apparently like we make up our mind pretty quickly about people. And um, I think Malcolm Gladwell basically debunked that we're often inaccurate when we do that. Um, But I, um, like, so again, yeah, like forgetting online dating, but imagining the first time that you ever meet someone and, um, going on to, you know, a first date with someone, there's still, there's still that weeding out. There's still that kind of like, oh, who is this person? Um, you know, and so when you're dating, you're fully conscious about, what you're presenting to the world. And and again, put dating aside, I think that we all are fully conscious about this all of the time. Like, what are we presenting to the world? We're so conscious about what society thinks of us, whether we're on social media or not. It's really just wired into our brains. It always has been. Like, I've talked about that before in terms of um, we don't want to be excluded from the tribe. We want to fit in all of these things. Okay. So like it, it, it cascades into all elements of our lives. So when I was dating people, I was always conscious about who they thought I was and all of that kind of thing. And, um, you know, 
if they were to ever come to my house, like what do they see? And um, as we know, I would like not really be open about spirituality, which is crazy now when we think about it. Um, but like, yeah, what books were on display? Like, was there, um, you know, I don't know, tarot cards around or sage or whatever, this kind of keeping up of appearances. But one of the funny things was, um, I had worked as a vet nurse before. And when I started working at the vet hospital, I didn't like cats. And then I really did love cats. And I think many of you know now that I've got um, I, I had a cat, Samson, who passed away, and, and many of you have actually met him when you've done, or not many of you, but um, because I didn't always do one-on-one sessions at my house, but I did for a while, and so um, many of you met him, and then um, he died, and I've got another cat now. So I love cats, but when I had um, when I had this cat, Samson, it was like my mum clocked on to like, oh, Louise love cat, loves cats, so she kept buying me like for Christmas, like cat tea towels and cat ornaments. And, you know, in society, there's this thing about being the crazy cat lady. Like no one ever says a guy is like a crazy cat guy or whatever. It's like very much this perception of being single and, you know, having a cat. It's really seen as a a negative, like you're going to die alone with your cat. Um, So like there was really this negative perception, right, about not wanting to – be seen as the crazy cat lady and um and so I remember sort of saying to my mum like to stop getting that stuff because I also had a cat at the time so it was kind of like it felt like a bit of overload um you know and admittedly it kind of would be if I had I know when we were house hunting with um my partner and I now we went to all these houses and some of the houses did have cat stuff everywhere and it does seem a little bit overwhelming so definitely as a single lady like I didn't want to um have that perception if if people were coming to my house um so it's interesting right because we cut to the end of the story so this was just something that I experienced and was never a really big deal but it was kind of like played into this this idea of like how are people perceiving me and having to to hold up this I don't know perception of who I was rather than relaxing into who I was because it comes with this element of like oh what if I'm not accepted and I think when um when dating like as I said you're fully aware that you can be rejected at any moment and um and like it's almost like marketing in a sense of people are making their mind up about you and it's really hard to settle into this idea of oh well the right person will will not care you know like and you'd hear it from time to time but it's pretty hard to believe it in all honesty it's really really hard to believe it when you're constantly faced with rejection Um, And again, that comes to dating. It can be, you know, interviewing for jobs. It can be trying to make new friends. It can be in any interaction with people. So like it's, as I said, it's so normal for all of us to want to make sure that we're not going to be rejected for anything that we feel that society might perceive as weird or whatever. But here's the end of the story. And here's the lesson in the story that so long as we keep trying to 
be who we think we need to be or um, who we should be or what society expects of us. And whenever really sinking into who we actually are, we're almost like slowing down the progress of our lives. And we're doing that namely by not finding the the places, and I talked about this in a very recent episode, unless I end up publishing this in a different order, so forgive me if I do, um, about making sure that we are aligned with the values of like who we are and then the relationships, like friendships and um, romantic relationships, like all relationships, um places, people, all that kind of stuff, making sure that our values align. And so the longer that we are living in a state where we're trying to almost like it's people pleasing, but it's almost like trying to fit into a certain mold, we're not going to be attracting or um, landing in the places of alignment. So understanding that is like you're actually slowing down your process and it can feel uncomfortable as I always like to acknowledge like it can feel uncomfortable to sink into who we really are because there probably will be some elements of rejection because what's going to happen is you've got people in your life that you no longer align with right so it can be rejection you to them them to you Um, I'm not going to deny that there potentially will be some fallout. Okay. But like, if there's not a situation where you're aligned, then who really cares? Like, do I really want to be living my life with, um, you know, Bob, the accountant who doesn't like spirituality, like what the hell are we going to talk about? So it's understanding that like, although it might feel uncomfortable and although there might be some fallout in your body, like in the way that you feel whole, you're going to feel much better when you sit into who you really are and can start attracting into your life the things that are aligned with who you really are, not what you're presenting. Because here's the other thing too. I would bet my life that the guys that I was dating that were rejecting me knew in their bones, like that energetically we were the wrong match. Like they knew what was up. It wasn't what I was saying to them about who, who I was. They could feel that we were different. And honestly, like I had so many situations where I knew something energetically was happening because these guys would just like disappear date. I mean, I know that does happen, but honestly it was odd. Um, like, so I know that what you think you might be projecting out into the world, like people can tell it's not quite right anyway. So like that's not working either. So on so many different levels, like it just makes sense to get really honest with yourself about who you are and lean into that because you're going to start to build a world around you that fits, that feels more aligned, that feels more whole, that feels more at peace. And there might be some fall away And that's okay because remember that when there's some fall away, it's creating an opening for something to come in. So I'm going to cut to the end of the story finally and explain to you why the cat thing was so funny because in the end, I ended up with my partner now and when um, we met on a dating app and when we did, he had a 
cat in his photo and I'm pretty sure it was like one of the things that we started talking about um, because he had just got this cat. He'd never been really a cat person so far as I know and um, and he'd only recently got a cat so it was really kind of funny that he had and so was suddenly like fascinated with cats so was totally happy to talk about it right and um and then our second date was actually I think it was our second date I'm gonna get this wrong he'll kill me but I think it was our second date off the top of my head was at a cat cafe um so like imagine in my mind when I was dating historically where I was like oh I I don't want to be seen as like this person that's into cats and he's the one planning a date to a cat cafe and um you know like then now we have this cat together who he's obsessed with and I'm obsessed with um you know so it's so funny that we might think we need to present something to the world but like me leaning into I know this is such a silly example but I do hope it demonstrates something in a light-hearted way for you um like hiding these elements of ourselves no matter how small or big or um silly or whatever it is like I never had to and I really thought that I did like I thought I had to change who I was and I think it's also too like getting brave about um I don't even like to use the word rejection but getting brave about like weeding through the people, the jobs and all of that stuff, like embracing rejection. I definitely do have an article about that. It's on my website. And I think in the show notes, there's a link out to um, articles on my website. Or you can go to my website and look at articles, but there's a um, article and it's called, I think, um, using your intuition to embrace rejection, something like that. But if you want it, I can send it to you. So Again, my contact details are in the show notes and I can send it to you because I think it's a really, really great muscle to build this idea that rejection isn't bad because it's opening you up and redirecting you to where you actually need to be. Celebrate rejection because you are weeding through the things that are wrong for you so that you can get closer and closer to the thing that is right for you. The more time you waste with the things that are wrong for you, you're holding yourself back from the things that are actually right for you. So for all the people that I dated before Ray, it's not that it was wasted time, you know, there's all lessons, we all know this, but meaning like it will get to a point where you could speed up the process for sure. Um, And so the longer that you're in a state of not being yourself, I never would have been able to... um, like Ray wouldn't have seen me as being someone attractive to him. And if he wasn't being who he really was, it wouldn't have been attractive to me. So that goes for jobs. It goes for friendships. It goes for relationships. It goes for every single element of your life. The quicker you settle into who you are, the quicker that you start creating like a universe and a world around you that actually feels more aligned. Thanks for sharing this with your friends as well so that they can, um, you know, use this and apply this for their own life. And I hope they find it helpful as well. Thanks for leaving a review so that it can help me reach more people and subscribing. So you get notified every time I release an episode, which so far has been every week. Um, I'd love to hear what you're thinking about the episodes. If there's topics that you want to 
um, be covered. I'm just riffing um, so far. And, um, but yeah, if there's anything that you want me to talk about, reach out again, my details are in the show notes, um, louisefitzgerald.com.au and, um, in the show notes as well, you can sign up for my newsletter. So I do talk about different topics other than the podcast topics. So you can kind of get like a full scope of things. If you like reading, um, to learn as well as listening to learn, um, yeah, then sign up for the newsletter and there's a free guide that you'll get when you sign up as well. I'm not saying what it is because I'm in the process of changing it. So I don't know when you listen to this, um, what it will be, but you get like a a free gift when you sign up to the newsletter as well. So thanks for listening and I will chat to you on the next episode.